Yeah. Don't run too long, man. I wanted the beat to kick in, you know, but... Uh, but now we're, now we're in copyright infringement territory. Good day. Yeah. Oh, Robert oh. Smith isn't listening right now. Oh, boy. What episode number is this? Do you even, do you even know? 152? I think it's 152. I think you're right. I'm going to double check. It should be. It better What's be. Up, everybody? It better be. Yeah, it's 152. Uh, well, it's kind of a free-for-all episode, but it's mostly a top five episode. I'm sure there's some other things to talk about, too. Most top five episodes wind up being free-for-alls. Yeah. we got to fill that space, you know? Yeah, man. We want to try and keep it close to an hour. Uh, We don't want to rip off the fans. We don't want to rip them off. Okay, so to reveal what that's going to be, so Toy Fair is next week, or a week from now, nine days from now, something like that. Not this weekend, but the weekend after. Uh, And so we are probably not going to do a lot of Toy Fair talk after Toy Fair, especially since... We'll be about a week removed from Toy Fair when we record again. Everything we'll will be out there if you. Everything will be out there. Won't be a big deal. Everyone will know what's going on. So we thought it would be fun to do a top five list of dream lines that we wish would be revealed at Toy Fair, and the companies we wish were doing yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, man. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. So that's the top five for today. But before we get into that, is there some stuff you want to talk about current events wise? Current events, in no, the world sir. Of pop culture. Oh. Um, in the world of a pop world. A pop world. Uh, I just, as I was thinking about this, I realized that there is nothing that I want to see or, or am interested this is in. This a horrible top five list, then. But I'm, well, not, not toy wise, oh, okay. like movie wise or whatever. Yeah. But there's also nothing that I don't want to see. Everything's kind of dry right now. I, I mean, I can't. I, got what you're I can't saying. think of any new trailers that have come out that are worth mentioning. Or well, there was the Avengers Endgame spot during the big game because you can't. I don't know about the big game. I can't. I guess you can't say. Are you serious? Yeah, you can't like say it now without paying that? for it. The super. The Super Bowl. The super. The Super Bowl. Owl. The Super yeah, Bowl. If they want to try and sue me, they can come get it from me. Well, well, they may get sued now. They, said that. they can come get it from me. I that's, guess that's the thing. You can't Everybody's say the Super Bowl. Game. They're all calling it the big game spot. That is can't say. absurd. It's ridiculous. I um, will say what I like. Of course. So there was an Avengers in-game spot during that. It was like a 30-second spot. There was a couple new. Well, I guess it's all new. Uh but you're not like you're not really keeping up too much with the Super Bowl with Avengers Endgame, are you? No, I'm no, I'm not. You still watch Infinity War, right? I still haven't watched Infinity it's War. It's on Netflix now, so you have no excuse. I still haven't watched um, Civil War. Man, yeah, get caught up, dude. Yeah, Avengers Infinity War was, was really good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Endgame. Like this TV spot was pretty yeah. cool. Maybe I'll see it one day. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, there's a whole. How, 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 long is Infinity, how long is Infinity War? Like three hours? It's like two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. But in game, they're saying it's over three hours. Yeah. That's a big, big movie. I kind of have to ruin things to talk about the TV spots. So you can't ruin anything for I, me. I don't want to ruin it for you. You can't so ruin it for me. It. You can't ruin it for me. Oh, wait, I can't ruin it for you? You can't ruin it. Okay. Well, at the end of Infinity War... Everybody dies. Not everybody dies. Most of the people die. Half the people yeah. die. Uh, Which half, I don't know. You don't know. Um... So it's kind of neat. The beginning of this TV spot is kind of dealing with that, like how the world would be if we lost half the population. And just quick snippets of the way things look now. And like Steve, is it Cap, Steve Rogers is doing this, like he's in this like support group thing, like kind of like Falcon does with the, with veterans, like this veteran support group. And it's like, uh, what do we do now that they're gone or something? And there's a voiceover talking about people get to move on, but not us. And then like, there's different shots of different characters in the trailer. Um, it doesn't tell you much. It's not giving you much. Just like the last trailer didn't give you much, which I'm happy about. I just, I don't want to know a lot going to the movie, but I did like seeing that they're going to deal with that. Like, it's not just going to be, Oh, everything's the same. You know, we lost half the population, yeah. but it's kind of the same. We just got to find the heroes. It's going to be the whole world has been decimated. by. Well, it's going to be the end game. It is the end game. Mm-hmm. It was during the big game that they showed the trailer for the end game. Right. There's also a TV spot for Captain Marvel, but there was nothing in it that was really I still don't know about Captain Marvel. I, from what I'm reading, most people don't know about Captain yeah. Marvel. No, I, it sounds like a lot of people are really not impressed or not looking forward to it. And there's probably going to be a lot of people that do go ahead and see oh, it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to still make a ton of money. Um, but as far as how good it is, I, 
I don't know. I mean, it could be one of those sleepers that it could be. doesn't look good, and then all this is fantastic. I, I, it's, it's nothing against the character. It's just not a character I'm super interested in. I'm not saying it's a bad character. It's not something I'm super interested what? in. And the trailers just didn't seem... They don't seem exciting. They don't... Yeah. There's nothing grabbing me in the trailers for me to go, I need to see that. Yeah. Blaze did bring up a point, though, that it comes out in March, and then Avengers comes out in April. So if there's things in that movie... That, that lead into Endgame, you know, set in the 90s, that lead into the next movie, there's not going to be an opportunity to see it other than seeing it at the theater yeah. before Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So I'm kind of in a spot where I'm like, do I need to see it before I see Avengers? I'm going to guess that, just skip it? that the answer is no. But I'm going to guess the answer is no, but know, there may be stuff. Know. Speaking of that, I did see that um, Samuel L. Jackson is doing a new Shaft movie. I saw that as well. That's trailer. good. Yeah, it's gonna have. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't watch the trailer, but that's cool. I watched the trailer. It was kind of interesting. So yeah. it's got Richard Roundtree, the original Shaft. Nice. It's got his Shaft, yeah. and then it's got his son in this. So it's three generations of Shaft. That's cool. That's pretty cool. It came out of nowhere too. I didn't know that was coming. That's a. Uh, I think he was. He was the logical choice to play Shaft. Yeah. And uh, I just like seeing that there's a new because didn't they do a Shaft like last year and it was, it was a young, whippersnapper or was it? Uh, I don't remember that. Let me look this up because I don't remember that at all. Oh no, no, wait! It wasn't Shaft. It was um. Oh, shoot, I don't know what you're talking about. The guy was all suave looking. He looked like a little too. Uh, was that 24? The 24 reboot you're talking about? No, I'm talking about because uh, is that guy though? Is that actor? Because you he was very suave looking. I don't think it's the same guy. Yeah, I don't know. We we can move on from this. Yeah, but, I don't know. But anyway, I, I'm you like lost the, me completely. I like the Samuel Jackson's. Back. Yeah, the Samuel L. Jackson chap. That's cool. Mm. Okay, we're, I'm moving on. Go move on. Move on. Move on. on. Uh, Turtles. The the okay. So two things. So the the cartoon turtles that were exclusive, I think, to the 2017 San Diego Comic Con, where they did the the cartoon turtle set, where it was the turtles, four turtles. And then Cartoon Shredder, Cartoon Krang, cartoon, and two Cartoon Foot Soldiers um, that were only going to be at San Diego Con. Uh, well, there was a they found a listing in Target's computer for the Comic Turtles 2-packs now. And I guess the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria, his wife, tweeted out a picture of their son playing with the Castle Grayskull and a Turtles 2-pack, an animated NECA Turtles 2-pack. With a thing saying, thank you from Randy at, at NECA Toys for sending over the turtles. He loves them. Hmm. And the picture was up for a little bit, and then it got taken down, which leads everybody to believe that NECA asked them to take it down because it hasn't been shown yet. But basically, those turtles that were exclusive to that co- convention are now going to be coming to stores. So it was an animated Michelangelo, an animated Foot Soldier two-pack. And I'm assuming that all four will be coming in two packs to Target, not just Michelangelo Foot Soldier. It'll probably be another turtle and another Foot Soldier, and then another turtle and Krang, and then another turtle and Shredder. Krang. Um, and they're going to be 50 bucks a piece. So this just goes to show everybody, don't always believe that the NECA tells you that's the only way you're going to get it. It's not always true. They're doing it again. They're doing it again. Uh, but the first thing they did was the movie turtles, and those have hit their street date now. Um, they were always dated for February 6th from GameStop. Uh, they're starting to ship. People are picking them up. Uh, big problem, though, is a lot of orders are being canceled. In Little China. Oh, yeah, it's big trouble. Little China. It's big. So a lot of people are getting email notifications. They had them on pre-order for months saying your order has been canceled. Um, and when people were reaching out to GameStop, GameStop was replying, well, we we took too many pre-orders. So therefore, we have to cancel the pre-orders, which is crazy. That you have this pre-order for months and then you just cancel it the day it comes out or the couple days before it comes out. Yeah, I don't know how many people that pre-ordered in store if they're being told that same thing. Is that too many pre-orders? Yeah, they took too many pre-orders. That's what they told everybody. So they have a limited amount then. I guess guess? they only ordered so many from NECA to make, and then they took too many pre-orders. So there's something wrong. What is the point of a pre-order if it doesn't tell you how many people exactly? So, hey, we have a million pre-orders. Maybe yeah. we should make a million instead of just a exactly. Thousand. So they must have, you know, I, I don't understand how the numbers got confused here. You know how many you've got. Only take enough pre-orders for that many. I don't think that anybody that went pre-ordered at GameStop, like physically in store and put down money, has walked away without a pre-order. I don't know for sure. 
Actually, I take that back. Yeah, there was one guy. I, I know Josh, Josh Pence, I think, had it in store and through the, the internet. And he went to do it, pick up his in-store one and they, it, was, it was canceled. So, yeah, I guess some people are showing up the stores being told it's canceled. Wow. Um, you should at least contact somebody with exactly. that instead of having them drive there. Exactly. Some other people are showing up and they're only getting two of the four or something like that where they've ordered our full, all four and they said, well, all we got with you was Michelangelo and Leonardo. That's all we have. That's so now you've been, that's even worse because now you've got half the set yeah. and you've got to try and figure out how you're going to get the other two. Um, so people are reaching out to NEC and saying, what's going on? And NEC is saying, well, you know, we made how many they ordered. That's what we made. Um, and then he came back and said, well, they ordered more than what they had in pre-orders, which to me is crazy. Like, how would you know how many pre-orders they have? Because the pre-orders were still open for so long. I mean, there's got to be some manufacturing time involved here. And I don't think the pre-orders even closed until like the last couple months. So how did they know that they ordered more than they had pre-orders for? I don't, I don't understand where you would even know that. Um, so then just today they've come back and said, um, GameStop made an announcement like uh, the, the sales have been great. Don't worry, more are coming to stores. It's the first shipment that's done, but more are coming to stores by the end of February. That's great, but what about all those pre-orders you canceled? So all those guys that had it on pre-order for months, for months or went to stores and pre-ordered them and then told that they don't, they're not going to get them, now do they have to try and get them again? Is that what the deal is? Why would you have canceled their orders then? Why wouldn't you just keep their orders if you knew more were coming? Right. It's very confusing. It's, it's, it seems like it's a big mess. There's a lot of angry people online because of it. Um, but, man, just what's going on with that? The whole Turtles thing in NECA. Yeah. And this feels like it's a GameStop problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this whole thing of we're not going to do it this way. We are going to do it this way. You're only going to get it this way. You're not going to get it this way. And now you're, you've got it on pre-order, but you're not going to get it. And now you got to go to the store and get it, but you might not get it. Surprise. It's just a uh, man. Thanks. That's a good way to kind of a mess. Good lose some to, customers. Yeah, really, totally. There was a company that was rude to me the other day online Ooh. involved with the turtles thing. And I'm not going to mention the company or their product because I feel it would be telling, it would be giving them promotion and I don't want to give them any promotion. So yeah, I'm just not going to mention it. I will say that there was a company that that's handling something, the 1990 Turtles. They were super rude and didn't need to be. Yep. Um, and I won't promote them. I know that the the show doesn't reach that many people, but there are other venues for things I do Still. involved with Turtles. And I won't say a word about their product. Now. Yeah. So They screwed the pooch. Yeah, really dumb. Okay, so there was that. What you got? Well, um, you, you, what's this? Is this a tiny piece? There's, there's a, a tiny piece, piece there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good, man. Pretty good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Pretty good. I'm Don't chewing there. You're getting Yeah, I'm making my own vegan jerky. Mm. That's good. I'm not going to tell you what it's made out of. I told you what it's made out of. I'm not going to mm -hmm. tell my secrets. Mm -mm. Don't. But. You don't want any Johnny come lately making this? No. It's you not. know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want any Johnny come lately is getting on here. That's um, uh, here's an interesting thing. So, Amy sometimes wants to watch uh, easy movies, you know, kind of. It's easy movies. That reminds me of something. Keep going. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I'm um, I'm always looking for something that isn't lame that we're both interested in. That is also so the '80s seems to kind of be a sweet spot because you can enjoy it. Whatever. So the other night we watched Mannequin. Mm. And Mannequin One or Mannequin Two? One. Okay. So here's the thing: the premise is absolutely stupid. Oh yeah. It's so ridiculous. And. Even watching the trailer, you kind of think like, "This is, this is dumb." Anything can go in the 80s. It's not man. even a. It's not even just dumb, but it's also a chick flick. That's what it feels like. And yet, when you get into it, there it is, and you're along for the ride. And they start off with, "The movie has heart." There's, I, I realized like halfway through, I was like, "This movie has a nice core to it." There's an actual story going on here. Um. I mean, it opens up and it's ridiculous, right? Oh, yeah. But, uh, Kate, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Kate Capshaw. No, not, not, not Kate Capshaw. Sorry. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Her. Her. Yeah. Now you've got, now Big I can't think of it. I, I was just thinking, I, like, I can't believe you can't remember her name and now I can't remember her name either. I know. And I'm not going to look it up either. That's, that's cheating. That will, it'll, um, it'll come. It'll come. But she's gorgeous and Andrew McCarthy is funny in it and, they set up that he's 
you know, he's an artist who is sculpting and he, so there's this underlying theme in it of, of him sort of appreciating his art and wanting to create the best thing he can. And so I just got to thinking, why, why is this working? Why could it work in the eighties? Why could it work in this decade when you could really throw anything out pretty much in the Mm eighties? And it kind of, you're like, yeah, I'm buying this. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. The mannequin comes to life once in a while and only he can see her. I am gonna have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah. No, 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 don't do it. Don't I, do it's it. It's killing me. Don't do it. It's um. Oh, she's. Oh my gosh! I wish you would not have, because had you not messed it up, I wouldn't. I know. I would know it now. I know she was in Sex in the City also. Yeah, and she was in Big Trouble in China. Yeah, yeah. And mannequin. She was a mannequin. She was too. in that too. Oh my gosh! Somebody's this, listening right now, they're and they're screaming at us. They're screaming at us right now. <laughs> We have to move past it. We have to move past it. We'll, we'll get it. Back. We'll get it. But anyway, um, I think it's because for some reason, and I'm not saying that nobody does this now, but it was understood that a premise for the movie was not the story. Yeah. A premise for a story is not the story. So the premise is the mannequin comes to life and only this guy can see her and they have shenanigans in the in the department store. That's not the story. You come up with the premise, you set that aside, then you write a story. Yeah. So very smart. It was very smartly told, even though it was just a stupid throwaway movie. So that's how they were treating stupid throwaway movies at the time was still good. It's still yeah, man. It's still watchable somehow. Um, so anyway, I'm not recommending that everybody goes out and you should. rewatches Mannequin. But uh, I don't know. Is Maybe it, you should watch if it. Was out yeah, it should if it was out and it had a budget at the time, you know, it was like it's a good chance you can enjoy it. And this reminds me of um, Mike came in to the, to the room the other day at work and he said, I got an idea for a top five. And, and I said, oh, yeah, what do, you, what do you got? And he said, top five guy movies that your girl doesn't mind watching. Oh, with you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. I don't have any of those. <laughs> and, and he was like, what? There's no movies like guy movies that Bobby will watch with you? And I'm like, no, uh-uh, there's none. I can't name a single one. I thought you had told me about movies that yeah. you guys have watched. No, together. not at all. I've told hmm. you about movies that she doesn't know. Yeah. Or she doesn't have. She thinks of a yeah. movie and she doesn't know what the concept is, and she made up. I remember based on those yeah, things. I remember that. And so he's like, "Okay, well, what about just like top five movies that your your girl doesn't mind watching with you that she enjoys watching with you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I don't have five of those either. I can't name huh. five of those." And uh, so he's like, "Okay," and I was like, "I can't. I don't know if I can name five movies that Bobby has sat down and watched with me. Just me." Wow. So we were having dinner the other night. I mean, Bobby doesn't really like a. To watch movies, she's not a she's big a movie TV person. TV show, person. she likes TV yeah. shows, um, but she doesn't really like that mo- many movies. And so we sat down and tried to figure out five movies that the <laughs> two of us have watched together, just us. So I got you guys a date night, basically, by bringing this up. Sort of, we were already on the date. You have to spend but, time together, and it was really hard, man, yeah. to come up with five movies that yeah. we'd seen just the two of us yeah. together. Not like a, a movie we saw in a big group of people, or a movie that we watched with the kids, or something like that. And it was tough, man. I, I think we eventually figured out five movies that we watched together mm. one time. Um, but it was tough. But it's not ones that she necessarily likes. No, it's not watch. necessarily that she would yeah. like and watch again. Yeah, it's just but that. it's movies that she did sit down and watch yeah. just me and her. Huh. Um, Star Trek 2009 was one of them. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the other yeah, ones. Yeah, that's good enough. I can't remember any. <laughs> it was tough, man. Yeah. It was tough just coming up with five movies we watched together. It was very funny. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I said it to her, I was like, "Yeah, Mike had this list of top five guy movies that your your girl watches." And she's like, "There's none of those. I'm not watching those, <laughs> those movies." And I'm like, "That's what I said." I'm like, "She's not watching any yeah. movies." It was very funny. Um, so that's why that's how five list doesn't exist. Yeah, because Mike's it's, the only one that had five. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else you got? You got anything else? Um. Well, I I let's see. Uh. I watched a little-known movie, again from the 80s, called Black Moon Rising. Okay. Written by John Carpenter. It's got Tommy Lee Jones and Linda Hamilton. Okay. It was... I can't say it was fantastic. Yeah. But pretty good. And uh, just like one of those kind of hidden gems that hmm. if you're looking for Where'd something... Where did you see this at? Where did you watch that? I hunted it down and bought oh, it. Oh, okay. So it wasn't streaming or anything? It wasn't streaming. Okay. But... It's a, he's a thief and she's a thief and they're both after this supercar that they have to steal and they steal it. Kim Cattrall. 
Yes, thank you. Yes, yes. Without looking it up. I knew it had a K. <laughs> and I knew you kept telling me with the Kate. Yeah. I kept, I kept thinking in my head as Kate. I was like, you know what? I gotta. As you were talking, I was like, I've got to distance myself from this Kate. Oh, man. i got to get oh, away from Kate. A, such a relief. They come. It's I, a load I, off. It kept. I was. Yeah, I was, I was getting close. But that. Yeah, okay. Okay. So Kim now Kim, you can keep saying what you were about the Kim movie. Control. Yeah. Anyway, it was kind of neat. It was kind of neat to have all, you know, those big names and see Linda Hamilton something that's not Terminator. Yeah, not Terminator brain. But also action-packed. And the action was pretty good. Uh, pretty well choreographed. and That's cool, man. It's nice. Um, so that was good. Except for one, one part, they have to, they drive the car through through a building. Actually, I think Fast and Furious stole this from this movie. Oh, yeah? Where, uh, they're in a skyscraper. They one building into another building? Yeah, there's a skyscraper and they can't get out, so they have to go. And they use a miniature for the car breaking out. And it is it's really mini. You can tell that oh, it's... Oh, that's cool, though. <laughs> it's I not, like that. It's not very well built. I'm seeing that. And you can tell it's just... Uh, well, nobody can see me, my hands, but it's shot from below, and you're like, oh, man, that's a... <laughs> it's not like a four-foot miniature... It's you know, like a road control car. It's like a it's like a matchbox <laughs> car they try to use or something. It, it didn't, it didn't uh, um, so anyway, of interest could be could be worth looking into. I got a couple of comic book things on here. Okay, we'll talk comics. First of all, Michael Avon Oming has announced he's doing a Dick Tracy miniseries, a four issue miniseries. I guess the first IDW thing was actually a miniseries too, the one that was written by um, the All Reds. Uh-huh. Uh This one is also a mini. I, I hope it's just set in a in the past, Dick Tracy. Because that's yeah, what, in the 30s, even though it was somewhat interesting 40s. that first issue of, of of Dick Tracy, I want something of Dick Tracy that's just set in the twenties and thirties, just set in the past. What, something that was confusing about that was that they still kept the kind of the styling. Yeah, but there was the a characters mix of time period and some of the cars. And but then they'd have like a cell phone or something. Right. So the only reason update internet is so you can have the internet and cell phone. Yeah, it was but, weird. But that kind of negates the the novelty of the watch. That was strange. The mishmash of time periods. Yeah. Just make it set in the twenties and thirties. If you're doing something, Dick Tracy, just set it back in the past. That's all you have to do. Yeah. So hopeful that he's going to do that. Um, and it's kind of neat to see a big name talent attached to it. You know, what I saw looked good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it, and I think uh, they're doing um, Kyle Baker, who did some of the Dick Tracy comics that came out around the movie. He's doing one of the variant covers. So it's okay. kind of neat that they chose somebody that's already attached mm -hmm. to something Dick Tracy from the past to do work on it. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the other comic thing is there's been a lot of talk about John Byrne doing an X-Men project. Okay. So John Byrne is one of the most famous X-Men comic artists of all time. And he was part of the, the greatest run of X-Men comics between him and Chris Claremont with the new team. There's Nightcrawler and Wolverine and Colossus and all that. The best run of X-Men. Uh, so somebody on his forums asked him, do you think you could ever go back and work at Marvel again? And he started thinking you know, to himself, could I do it again? Would I be able to, can I get back into those characters? Would I be able to pencil and have somebody else at Marvel inking? And how would I handle that? And what would I come back to do? And so he started thinking, well, I would like to come back to X-Men and um, kind of right a wrong. Back in when they were doing X-Men, uh, at the end of the Dark Phoenix saga, they were going to let Phoenix live. Scott stay with the team and all this stuff. And at the time, um, Jim Shooter, who was the editor, said, you're not going to, you can't do that. She's got to pay for the genocide of that planet. Dark Phoenix has to die. So they had to change the ending so that Dark Phoenix died. And that's one of the reasons I, I believe, if I remember right, that John Byrne left the book was editorial interfering. So he was done. Uh, and he said he would like to come back right then at issue 136. And what would have happened had we got to do what we wanted to do? Oh. And Phoenix lived and just pick up right there. And Chris Claremont at one point came back to do X-Men. I mean, Chris Claremont still wrote X-Men for a long time. And he did a series called X-Men Forever where he came back after he quit due to Bob Harris interfering. That, that was around the Jim Lee time where the X-Men reboot or the new comic came out. And he came back and did a story called X-Men Forever where he left off. And so this is John Byrne leaving off and not Chris Cameron writing, but him leaving off where he left, picking up at 136, Phoenix doesn't die, Scott doesn't leave the team and where those adventures would take him after that. So he's just started penciling pages and he ended up doing like 22 pages just on his forum, just, just to do it. Like no contract, no what, no, nothing. Just doing these pages. 
And he said they were just coming out of the, the pencil. Like it was just, they were always there waiting for me to draw them again. Hmm. And the pages look great. I mean, it's like classic X-Men, John Byrne stuff. Uh, and he had done a series too. I keep throwing different stuff in here, but he'd done a series two before called X-Men, the hidden years that X-Men only ran up to a certain point with the original team. And then they started doing reprints because the books wasn't selling. And then they did giant size X-Men, which introduced Wolverine and Nightcrawler and all these characters. And John Byrne did the series called X-Men, the hidden years, which took place in between those two things. It was him penciling X-Men, but this would be, you know, picking up with 136 and those characters at that time. Uh, so, this starts getting a lot of traction with people online and CB Belusky or Belusky or whatever his name is, who's the editor at Marvel said, saw it and said, we should have a talk about this, what you're doing. Yeah. And so they had a, a breakfast together and now it's being sort of hush hush. Like people are asking her, is it happening? And John Bird's like, well, it's 50, 50 chance of it happening. It's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. Mm. Um, you'll either see the book or you won't see the book. And then they'll ask him, what are you working on right now? He's like, well, I'm working on a book that I'm not working on basically. I see. Uh, which Basically is saying that, hey, I'm doing yeah. this book. Yeah, it's just a matter like... of getting this many issues in the can and having the book happen. I cannot wait for this book. I've never been, or I don't remember being this excited about a comic book in quite a while. Like, since, um, death, since Death of Superman. Since Death of Superman. Yeah. I am like super, super excited. Like I cannot wait for this book to be officially announced and the first issue to be coming in. Because being excited to read an X-Men book has not happened for me since, probably since the Jim Lee yeah. X-Men comics. Um so I'm I'm very excited about this, and I think it's going to outsell the regular X Men books. Like it, oh, I think it's going to yeah. sell way better than the regular X Men books, and it might be a wake up call to Marvel that people want to get back to the way Marvel was before. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's all I have. That's cool. You got anything else, or you want to jump into this list? Um, we can jump into the list, but one more movie mention, which is Three Days of the Condor. That I watched. Condor Man. Yeah. Condor Man. Yeah. Disney's Condor Man. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's cool. Three Days of the Condor Man and uh, with Robert Redford. And it's a 70s like Cold War spy movie, um, but really smartly written. And I just really liked it better than I, I thought it was really? going to. So um, if anybody's into that, they should check it out. And that's all. That's okay, all man. All right. Okay. So. Toy Fair is happening next week. You know it is. We know it is. We all know it is. We all know that it's going to. Oh, um, I had a segue. Yeah? One more mention is the NECA Karate Kid figures, the retro style. Yeah. Look pretty good. They look pretty good. Look pretty darn they good. also announced today um, a Tom Atkins figure. They're doing a, with Shout Factory, doing uh, Night of the Creeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw doing that. a special edition yeah. of Night of the Creeps, and there's going to be retro Tom Atkins in there. I'm down for that, because I like cool. Tom Atkins as an actor. He's cool. Looks cool. Um. Yeah, those do look good. They remind me of the uh, the old Remco because they have cloth. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Close. All right. All right. So, um, so Toy Fair is happening next week, of course. And uh, so we have some dream toy lines. And this this whole thing was sparked because Blaze, we were at the shop, and he asked me what would be your what's your like one most wanted toy line right now. And I, I'm not gonna say it because it's on my list right now. And so it was a little discussion we had back and forth. I'm like, man, you know, I'm sure this list has changed me over the years as things actually happen, like a dream point, like Ghostbusters, yeah. the movie actually happened. Um, so that that's kind of what prompted us to, to have this discussion. These are things that I don't think I'm going to see there, but it would be really awesome if it did happen. Yeah, right? I know. I know nothing that I have here is going to is going to be. Well, that's cool. So we'll see what happens. All right. You want to start it off? Yeah, I'll start it off. Um, my number five is Mad Max. And I want it to be NECA. And I think we've did similar lists before, and this is the only reason it's number five is because I think I mentioned this before. Yeah. But that's that's one of that's like a holy grail figure that I I don't see why it's not happening or want it to happen. Well, Funko announced. Remember, Funko announced that they had Mad Max. Yeah. Funko Legacy yeah. Mad Max, yeah. and nothing ever happened. Yeah. So there's a chance we might see that at Toy Fair. I want. But it's not going to be for NECA. I want NECA to do it. Yeah, I agree. NECA would do a better job. They would. It. it would do a better job of it for sure. Um, number five for me is Back to the Future from yeah, Diamond yeah. Select. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that it would be, you know, all you really need is Marty and Doc. Yeah. I'm fine with just Marty and Doc. That's all you need. I don't even really need a DeLorean that's in scale with him. It'd be cool if it was, but I really don't need it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to have him sitting in it. I would just like to have a Marty and a Doc on my shelf that aren't Hot Toys, that yeah. aren't going to cost me $300 each. And I think Diamond Select would do a good job. They load them down with some cool accessories. Yeah. You might be able to, it might be like a build of, build the clock tower pieces that'd like they do cool, with Ghostbusters. Yeah. I think that would be cool. 
Um, they've shown with Ghostbusters, they're not afraid to do like a lesser character that's not as exciting, like Janine mm. or something, where it's not. Janine is very exciting. Though. Yeah. So, but you, you could get Biff, you could get Doc, you could get Marty. Um, they could do multiple ways, like they did Ghostbusters, and maybe even do like a Build a DeLorean or something. George McFly. Uh, George McFly, I would, I would love that. You could get yeah. Marty from the 50s and Marty from the 80s. You could get Biff from the 50s and Biff from the 80s. And Lorraine. You can get Lorraine. Um, yeah. You can get Doc from the 50s and Doc from the 80s. Doc from Back to the Future Part 2. Do the I, future clothes. I think Diamond Slug would kill it at Back to the Future. They probably would. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's my number five. Number five. Um, You're number four. Number four is Brave Star. Whoa. And I want it to be done by Funko. Uh, the way they're doing their Savage World. Oh, that'd be fun. Like, imagine with He-Man. That's yeah. a great idea. And Thundercats. They did their Thundercats. That's a great idea, man. Brave Star. I think a lot of people would have lo- liked Brave Star more back then had it matched He-Man. Yeah. the cartoon looked like He-Man. The, it was done by Filmation. Yeah, that's a, a good-looking cartoon. That's a good cartoon. It is a good cartoon. Um, and I liked the figures for it back then, but they were just totally different from anything else that you the had. You couldn't too. play. Yeah. can interact. But... Uh, yeah, that's, that's a great idea, man. That's it's, really an, great. it's an idea that I had when I was coming up with the list. I love the idea that you came mm. up with for number four. Yeah, I had the When idea. you said that idea, I was like, wow, I love that idea. I had it. I said it out loud. You did it. You did it, man. Yeah. All right. My number four is uh, from NECA, Ultimate Paul Kersey, Death Wish 3. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's so good. Both of our number fours are really good. Well, I'm... I would ease, I would trade my Brave Stars for a Paul Kersey figure. I want an Ultimate Paul Kersey, and it's got to be from Death Wish Three. Look, if it's Ultimate, it can come with other stuff. You have like three different heads. Yeah, and you just, could you could just Ultimate Paul Kersey yeah. and just have it cover multiple films. Yeah, all it has to be is Ultimate Paul Kersey Death Wish, and you can include stuff from each movie, like right. the the remote controlled soccer ball, the remote controlled soccer Why ball not? from Death Wish Five. Yeah, then problem. Hey, Freddy. Tons of stuff with there. I'm going to help you with your dandruff problem. I would love a Charles Bronson from NECA. I'm not, you know, I've, I had, I've had my issues with NECA and I've said some yeah. on the show today, but as far as like a one standalone figure, NECA's like, they kill it with just doing yeah, an ultimate yeah. figure where it doesn't have to be a huge line. Right. They're not, they don't do really, other than Predator and Aliens, they don't do gigantic lines, but like a one-off like Commando was yeah. or something like that. Man, Paul Kersey. That's a good one. I would love a Paul Kersey. I would trade everything on my list almost just to have that. Maybe movie ma- with movie maniacs coming back. Maybe McFarlane is interested in doing. I'd like to see McFarlane. Paul Kersey. They may do it. I mean, that, movie maniacs is a big question mark right now. No one McFarlane. seems uh, too keen. I mean, there's no, there's, there's not a whole lot of uh, Charles Bronson there's merchandise not, coming out. But I feel like it would sell. Yeah, it seems like it's ripe for it because you have. There's sort of a comedic factor, but people yeah. like to think about later those Death Wish films later on were pretty kind of corny and there's exactly. a cult following, and uh, it just it does seem like it's it's ready to go. I think that you know with McFarlane, even though I prefer NECA to do it, McFarlane's got to be looking at what NECA has, and they're like, okay, NECA's got like all the horror movies. We're not gonna be able to do any of that stuff. Um, so they kind of have to look at other things they could do. And back then they were willing to do things like Snake Plissken and Shaft. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to be a horror movie icon. It can be, you know, like a cult classic yeah. and Death Wish is a cult classic. So, man, that'd be awesome. Even, that'd be awesome. even to see it from McFarland there. Just to see Paul Kersey. At it's not on my awesome. list, but I wouldn't mind seeing another Snake Plissken too. That was I wouldn't mind that either. Good, a good Snake Plissken. Yeah. Not a retro style, not pre-posed like the old movie Maniacs, right. but a good Snake Plissken would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Ultimate Snake Plissken would be cool. That would be very cool. All right, so what's your number three? Uh, number three, nobody's... This isn't going to make any sense, maybe, but um, Sean Connery from Outland. Also NECA. Okay. Whoa. That's out of nowhere. It's out of nowhere. That's out of Outland. It's Outland. That's out of Outland. It's out there. Yeah. But you went to Outland to find that pick. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I got it from. Uh, just having, having rewatched that movie... On uh, Blu-ray, I'm just just kind of blown away by this movie. I, I don't I don't know why, but it's like I said, I feel like it it rests in the alien world, the world of alien. It's yeah. just Sean Connery. It's Sean Connery. It's That's just cool, it's man. just a, it's just a left field thing that I know I, I'm never like gonna left field I'm never gonna see it. You're never gonna see it. That's what this list is about. We well, don't really think we're gonna see it, but man, it'd be insane if we did. I'm picturing him standing there on my shelf Picture it right now. He's got that shotgun. He's got the he's got his hat on. Oh, He's man. saying, it's out of space and you're dead. Yeah. That's not one of the lines. It's close know. enough. Uh, yeah. That's cool, man. Well, it's something. My number three, there's always a chance that this actually could happen. 
But looking at that Mezco Popeye, yeah, Mezco One Twelve Dick Tracy, yeah, I'd be down for that. That could happen. I that think. could actually happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a there's two on my list that actually could maybe happen. That's one of them. Um, I, I mean that that Popeye was so great. I've never wanted a Popeye anything. I haven't it's either, so and I want that figure so bad. Yeah. Um, and if they did Dick Tracy on that in that same vein, where it's realistic but still capturing that classic yeah. look at the character, that would be awesome. And I don't have a good Dick Tracy. Like I want just a Dick Tracy. Yeah. Um, that, and I don't need the whole line. Even though I would love a whole like six inch Dick Tracy line. That yeah. just if I just got one Dick Tracy that was really good, I'd be I'd be happy. So Mezco and Mezco was going to do a Dick Tracy figure at one point. It was an actual articulated figure, and it got canceled. So Mezco's done stuff with Dick Tracy before, just like they did a Popeye line in the past. That was actual articulated figures. Now he's part of their one twelve. I could see that somebody there probably likes Popeye and probably likes Dick Tracy. But there's a chance that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll be shown at Toy Fair, but man, it'd be awesome if it was. That would be awesome. It could happen. That could happen. That could happen. Um, my number two is uh, the Breakfast Club. Whoa, that's not going to happen. Reaction figure? Well, hey. Oh, reaction, yes. You're right. Yes, because that could happen. You're they right. They announced a while back. I was they, thinking actual figures, like actual yeah. likenesses and the re- yeah, like NECA the re- type thing. The reason why I'm okay with this partly is because it's, it's at the time. fun and it's a little bit more affordable. It's fun and it's co. Yeah. It's fun co. It's fun co. Um, but they announced that they had the license for that and 16 candles. And so far, I don't and Bill think, and Ted and Bill and Ted never saw any of them. Haven't seen anything. They also said what evil dead. Didn't they show yeah, evil dead or I Robocop? Think, uh, yeah. Robocop. Was they said all those things yeah. and none of those have happened. So Rocky's finally happening. They showed yeah, those. Yeah. So maybe those other things are going to happen. Why was, why does it take so long? They busted out so many things real yeah. quick that. Honestly, I don't think anybody wanted. I mean, they were on top of the Tomorrowland figures. Yeah, you know. Now these are now Super Seven, though, all on their own. Right. So Funko was doing them with Super Seven. So that's why. And they got them out real fast. And then Super Seven doing them on their own is taking forever. That's like, why it's very slow. I mean, they're a much smaller company. I think. I will say that we got in the new Universal Monster ones from Super Seven. Yeah. We got really in the nice. Metal and the Mutant and the. Um, who was the other one? Uh, the Mummy. And they're so much better than the Funko ones were. Yeah. They're so much better. I was really tempted huh. to grab them. Because there's a whole new set of Universal Monsters that Super 7 did. I don't think I've seen those. They're really nice. I, I, I'm assuming they're Super 7 because they're reaction now. Uh, okay. But they're so much nicer. And they're, you know, the other ones had like the the picture card backs. Like shots from the film or the yeah. actors or whatever. And these are like painted art um, by that Jason Edmiston, I think his name is. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I got them up here. Do you want to just come around real yeah, quick? Yeah, I can. I'll look. Um, me. Oh, where'd they go? There. So there's there's the mole people. Oh, much better. Looks great. Some mole people. Um, here's the whole the whole wave. The mummy, the Wolfman, Metal and the Mutant, Creature from the Black Lagoon, mole people, and the Phantom of the Opera. Look at the Phantom down there. Yeah, they're all really nice, man. And the sculpting's way better on them. Look at the Metal Luna Mutant. The Metal Luna Mutant. I was really, really tempted by yeah. oh it looks like they've shown car backs or other ones like there's a Karloff Frankenstein Boris so coming Boris Carlisle yeah so yeah step up for sure from what Funko was yeah. doing on their own so now I don't know if Funko had the license or if it was or if it was Super 7's it's probably Funko's license they're probably going to do I want to say it was Super 7 that had like the one with Robocop and Army of Darkness and a yeah. bunch of other ones there but some of those other ones I can't the remember. other ones were announced a while back yeah and and with Funko, they were just grabbing up licenses. Everything. Anything they could do a pop for, they were doing, they were saying. Right. Were so everything was, you could just get pop vinyls and not, and not a figure. So, yeah. uh, so it might not happen. Look but anyway. Money. Get this, man. You got to just look real quick. It's really good. That's man. really cool. Those are awesome. That, that makes a, look at this guy. that makes a guy want to buy a mummy. Look at that guy, man. So yeah, that's cool. Um, and especially if it's if it's this, if it's Super Seven like this doing them, yeah, that'd be much better. I'd be much better. I think the best thing that Funko did when they were part of it was the Jaws. The Jaws were really nice, yeah. And and it seems like that evolved into what Super Seven's doing now, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Super Seven started the Alien stuff, and those were nicer than any of the other things. They that, were. They were coming off of Kenner, right? Designs. 
Uh, okay. You're number two. My number two, Hasbro, Black Series-style G.I. Joe. Yeah. Like a six-inch G.I. Joe line based on the old designs. Not trying to reinvent the wheel, just like the old toy and old cartoon designs done in a six-inch format. Yep. G.I. Joe has just like, that is just going into the ground, oh, man. Yeah, they're just, doing? they're spinning their wheels yeah. on that for so long and just milking it until the very last drop with like the figure subscription services through the Joe Club. Yeah. And just various exclusives, but even that, it's like, it's got to be at the, it's got to be at the end. Well, there's still reusing parts they read. Oh my like gosh, yeah. Years ago, and and they're like forty dollars yeah. a figure or yeah. something like that, yeah. where they've gotten it down to just the guys that absolutely will not walk away. Yeah, and they're just keep raising the price as the numbers keep going down. It's time for a reset. It's time for something different. And why not? The Black Series line sells great. Marvel Legends sells great. Six inch is the way. Things are going. You got now. that bootleg Snake Eyes. That was killer. That was so good. Such a cool figure, man. And that was just some nobody did that in his yeah. uh, in his living room. Yeah, totally. Where he just scaled up a three and three quarters figure. That's all you got to do. I would love to see like that retro style packaging yeah. incorporated into the you know like they did the VOTC not the VOTC but the vintage collection or what was it 40th anniversary where they did black series on the old school card backs yeah. like they took a twelve back and sized it up. I'm thinking of like G.I. Joe like that with those G.I. Joe yeah. characters on that, that card back and they can look like they did in the cartoon. I would love that line. I love yeah. Joe and I haven't been able to buy Joe in so long. Yeah. There's nothing There's nothing to buy. I, I don't wanna, I'm not going to buy the figure subscription service. I'm not going to do it. They're doing characters that I, at that point, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I want the couple first years of Joe as characters in Six Inch. There's always a chance this could happen too. This Hasbro has to do something with G.I. Joe. Yeah. It's just... I mean, it's just sitting there. Yeah. It's just sitting there. So that, that one's the other one I thought that maybe there's a chance. Jeez. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. What's your number one, man? My number, my number one on this particular list is uh, 007. My number one is also 007. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this was a tough, this was a really tough what one. What company me. before you get. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Is what company because I can't picture. I had to take into account the num the sheer volume yeah. that's going to have to happen, right? So I'm thinking I would like probably three and three quarter inch figures. Okay, we're different on this. I would really like you know nice six or seven inch yeah figure like NECA size, mm -hmm. but that would be something I would like to see like one of each Bond in their in their definitive in their tux, yeah. and that's it. But this, I would like to see maybe two packs of the smaller figures where you mm -hmm. get a Bond from a movie and That's the villain cool. from I a like movie. That. Or Bond and one of the Bond girls or something like that. Um, I thought McFarlane toys might be a nice That's a good one. I mean, their Star Treks are really good. Their Star Treks are good. Their uh, um, um, Stranger they, Things are really good. Their Stranger Things are good. They're, back when they were doing the Prince of Persia figures were really nice. And I think we talked about quality control uh, yeah. as far as plastic breaking wasn't very good, but that might be solved for them now. Um, and another, another possible company was Corgi. Okay. Because they had the license That's right. and they were going to do this line, a three and three quarter inch James Bond line. It was from Britain. So it makes sense, but they did the uh, golden compass figures and those were really, those really, were really nice. Fun. And that was the time they did that. And they said, yeah. okay, we got, we have 007. We were both very excited and that didn't happen. And they just, how could it not happen? You got the rights to do it, then you didn't do it. You're Corgi. You've been around forever. You should be able to do it. Should do it. So I, I didn't go that route. My my number one is James Bond. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, six or seven inch figures. And even though I've used this company once already, I said Diamond Select. Okay, yeah. Um, because the way they did Ghostbusters was three figure waves. And I would love to see James Bond done as three figure waves, one based on each movie, yeah. where you get that that bond from that movie, the villain, and, and the, the girl. Bond girl. That's a good idea. Um, and you could do build of things, or you can just do environments, whatever you want to do with, with the whole thing. But you can almost just follow what Big Chief is doing with the 1-6 scale line, where you probably Goldfinger. You got Goldfinger, you got Bond, and even that one had Odd Job. Um, you get kind of that iconic look from that movie and the villain, and then either a Bond girl or the henchman, whatever yeah. is more appealing in figure form. Yeah. Um, but they could do it in waves, and they could jump around from movies. They don't have to do it right. in a set number. Do right. Dr. No first, and then do this, and do this. You could jump all around to that way. You're not stuck with six Connery or whatever, five Conneries in a row. Yeah. Um, 
and then moving on to another character or something uh, where you can go Connery and then do. Um, How about T. Dalton? Do Timothy Dalton and then jump down back to Roger Moore and then do another Connery wave and then jump yeah. to Pierce Brosnan and then jump to another Roger Moore. Um, I would love that. I would That'd love be an that awesome too. line. And they've shown they can do good, really solid likenesses. The price point is good for seven inch from Diamond yeah. Select. They do a really good job of keeping their prices at the right level. Um, it's easy to get them. It's mm-hmm. not like a struggle to get select figures. And uh, their suit bodies are usually really good. Yeah, like they're they're a good build. Yeah. They're not overly articulated to the point where it ruins the look of the suit. Um, I would go Diamond Select. That's a good James idea. Bond 007 line from Diamond Select would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. That's cool. We both had that as number one. That though. is that is cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's been a long time. That's dream, especially for being like a line. just pick whatever you want out yeah. of the air for a toy line. It's been a long time. You can pick it out of your butt. You pick it out of a butthole. Just if you, if you wanted to. Get it out of there. <laughs> Pull it up. That's cool. So this is cool though. And this uh, truly we did not compare our lists. Yeah. We not did not at all. talk about our lists. Um, but the cool thing about this too is, is that we discussed what we would do next episode yeah. as a themed episode. And we had three choices and this is, I think before either one of us wrote our lists even. Yeah. I hadn't put this on there yet. Um, we discussed, you know, we are going to do talk about a movie series. Uh, and we had discussed doing aliens back to the future or the James Bond series, which the James Bond series, we hadn't actually written down. I don't believe yeah. and that spun out of the live stream yeah. that the James Bond thing happened. So when we got those three, and then we both were like, well, let's just, we'll do James Bond. And co- James coincidentally, Bond. they all, uh, Netflix has them now. Netflix has some. They don't have all of them. They don't have all of them. Okay. And Amazon Prime has some. Okay. So if you have Amazon, Amazon Prime, you can watch some of them. If you can watch Netflix, you can watch some of them. I don't think either one of them has Dr. No. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I think that um, Amazon Prime starts with From Russia With Love, and I think that Netflix starts with Goldfinger. That's weird. It's very odd. It's Either have them all or have none of them. But either way, you get you can get multiple bonds yeah. through the streaming service right now. Yeah. Like if you just want to watch a Timothy Dalton one, I think License to Kill is on Amazon Prime, but it doesn't have Living Daylights. Yeah. I don't think at least. It's weird. There's odd picks. Yeah. But we're going to discuss the whole film series. That's it's gonna next be a, episode. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a challenge, but it's going to be good. Yeah, I think, it'll, I think it'll be fine in that we know we've done big episodes before. We've discussed like all the Marvel movies. Yeah. This is possible to do. Oh, it's totally possible. All the Bond films. Um, more, there we'll spend some time on some where it's a very quick. Just talk about it. oh, this is this one, and it's not that great. A lot of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Yeah. Uh, and then more time on others. Anyway, we're looking forward to it. Hope it should you be guys, fun. Hope you're looking forward. Maybe to we'll it. do it on live stream. I don't know. Who knows? That one might be fun to do live stream. It on. Could be. Who knows? We'll wear our tuxes. We'll wear our tuxes. We'll have martinis. I did have some runners up. Oh, I did too. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, one would be Cops, the cartoon. Yeah, that from, was ha- cool. from Hasbro. Yeah, GI Joe's size. Uh, well, another one would be Stallone Cobra from cool from NECA. NECA. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, this one is always on all of my lists because it's ridiculous. It hasn't happened, and it's Johnny Quest. And I really would like Jazzwares to do it. That'd be awesome because they done they did all those really good Hanna with Barbera's. the other Hanna Barbera ones. What um, about those uh, the 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 Miko style ones? Do you not care about those? They're okay. I almost they're not bad. I almost got them, but they don't. And just, it kind of fits not for the time there. it came out. It totally fits the time it came so, out, but it's they're just not there. Yeah, they're, they're just you know I might I almost broke down and Blaze got them. Almost broke down and bought the Johnny Quest. It looks like uh, it looks like the plastic might be a little bit cheap on them. I will I, say I, I, I saw their um, my friend Leonard ordered their uh, Super Friends sets. Yeah, and they're really nice. Okay. Like he had them in person. I looked at them. The head sculpts are really cool, and the the way they do their paint on them is really nice. It makes it look like animation. Okay, uh, so those were pretty nice. Okay, I think they're doing a way better job than the Mego. The actual Mego figures are the Mego figures look cheap. Mm-hmm. These don't look cheap. Okay. Um, so take that as you will. I take that as you I, will. I might I might break down into it, but it's not Maybe just get Johnny Quest. It's just not what I wanted. It's not what you wanted, but beggars can't be true. I can sometimes. get Johnny Quest, but I'm gonna leave Race hanging out there. You're not gonna leave Race hanging out there, you're gonna get them all. Yeah. Uh mine was Mask. Yeah. And I left it off the list because 
I mean, there's always a chance it could come back. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be treated right yeah. by Hasbro right now if it did come back. It wouldn't be what I want it to be. And looking back at the old mask toys, they're still pretty darn great. Like they, I don't ha- think they're going to top those. I'd be happy with just reissues. I'd be fine with reissues too. Do different colors if you want to, whatever. If you want, yeah. But, but that I, size, I'm sure those molds are gone. I love that gone, size gone. of figure. Yeah. Uh, but looking at that toy line, I, and I try to think, could they improve on this? I don't think so. And right now, I don't think Hasbro could. I don't think that they could. I don't think they would do a better job than Kenner did back then. Um, there's certain lines that you look back at and you're like, okay, Thundercats, that can be improved on. Those are going to get better. Mask is pretty great the way it is. Yeah. Those old figures. So that's why I left it off the list. Oh, I have, I have one more. And this is, I don't know who all's, who all cares about this, but I want like a Legends of Alternative Rock hmm. line or something like that. Like, okay. You know, it's like you start like Bush, like Bush yeah. favorite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course I want some, some. You know, I want I want pixies from their heyday, you want all and, I, the and I want of Gavin from Bush. some Joy Division yep. and stuff. But there's not a whole lot of music figures that, that somebody did the uh, who did that? Um, Freddie Mercury. That was Neca. Neca did Freddie Mercury. Did Neca do that? Okay, somebody Mercury. else did yep. one too. Has got another one. Um, and they look good, but yeah. I just don't want a queen. Oh, you're talking about the really articulated one. That was like yeah, a yeah, that yeah, was, that was a, figure, uh, figure arts. arts. Figure yep. arts. So figure arts did him and Neca did him too. Right. And then the McFarland did some back in the day. They did Kurt Cobain. So right back in the day, stuff. McFarland did those. Yep. And I had McFarland actually to do a newer line. Yeah. Too, the way but, he does things now. But these, you know, these guys are now becoming legendary because they spawned uh, all of modern music. No and, pun intended. Yeah. Spawn McFarland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. So that's that's, that's cool, something. man. That's, it it could be cool. That's just me. And who cares what you think, really? And who cares what I think, really? <laughs> exactly. All right, so is that everything? That's it. Because we're at the... We're close to the hour mark now. It's time to... It's time to wrap this up. It's time to wrap it up. It's time man. to quit playing games. Wrap this up. All right, so um, in two weeks, hopefully in two weeks, I know we've been going a little off schedule lately. It's been busy times. Um, hopefully in two weeks, we'll do the Bond episode and maybe we'll do it as a live stream. If we do, we'll announce it beforehand. Just like we did the last time. Yeah. Right? That's right. We will. Cool. We're signing off. See you guys. Oh, yeah. Quit playing games with my heart. I won't. Don't do it. Hey, you're turning. Baby. Baby. Yeah. It's good. It's good.